Hey there, this is Steph, founder of Podcast Review Day, PodRev Day, and host of your podcast matchmaker, which is this new incarnation of the Podcast Review Day podcast. We are actually matching up a real live podcast listener with real live podcasters and their podcasts, as you may imagine. If you're anywhere near my age, you may have seen the dating game from a long time ago, where one contestant is looking for a, a match, a romantic match, and there are three different contestants, and they, you know, ask each other questions and get to know each other. And that's kind of what we're doing with this, but we're not using the same methods. <laughs> and it's not a romantic experience, but unless, you know, forget it. The analogies will go on forever if I let them. But I want to get to the heart and core of this, which is Melissa Lent, who is the podcast listener that we're going to talk to, and the podcasters and their, their wonderful, wonderful science fiction podcast that we're talking about today. But first, I have to tell you a little bit more about Podcast Review Day. It's happening on the 8th of every stinking month, or you write a review anywhere. It can be in one of these places that I mentioned here or anywhere else. You write a review, then you come over to Twitter and you use the PodRevDay hashtag and you mention the creator and you add either a link or a screenshot. Even if it's spelled wrong, you do that and you... You just tweet, you tweet, tweet, tweet away on Pod Rev Day on the 8th of every month. And that's actually, I would say those are the two steps, but a step three that many people do, up to a million people a month, believe it or not, do, <laughs> which is so exciting, is you come back to the hashtag throughout the day and you look at what other people are recommending. You look at the conversations about podcasting that, that inevitably ensue. I mean, it's really, really exciting. So if you're looking for podcasts, this is a good day to come find some. It is not a self-promotion day. We do those later in the month on the 18th and the 28th. This, the 8th Pod Rev Day, is just for giving reviews. Not taking, but giving. Okay, enough of that. So here we go. Uh, in the, there's three parts to this episode. Uh, the YouTube channel is going to be longer than the podcast, but this is available in podcast and video form. The podcast itself will have a shorter version, mostly of the listening to the uh, Melissa's initial needs, podcasting needs, then going into listening to the podcast themselves and the, the podcasters themselves, and then uh, we'll probably cut that off there. The YouTube channel, however, we are going to dive into the Twitter accounts because that's a big part of Podcast Review Day, and we want to make sure we help out our community as much as possible. And so we dive into that. And so Melissa gives, Melissa gives impressions of the podcasters' um, Twitter accounts. And then we actually listen to clips from all three of the podcasts, all three of the science fiction podcasts that she is introduced to. And then we meet the podcasters themselves and hear them answering Melissa's question that she wanted them to address. In part three, we come back and the podcasters actually react to Melissa's reaction to all of that. If you're listening to the podcast version and you want a little bit more, check us out on the Podcast Review Day uh, YouTube channel. And if you're watching the YouTube channel and feel like you want a little bit less, you can either check the notes for the timestamps and go to the part you want or download the podcast and listen to the shorter version. So you've got options. I want, make, I want to make sure you consume this in a way that matches your preferences. Every pun intended. Podreveryday.com is where you can find out all the little information about 
not just the event on the 8th, this podcast, our new podcast, Matchability Audits, the newsletter, and so much more. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's meet Melissa. Here is the initial chat that I had with Melissa about her podcasting listening needs. Yes, we are live. Yay! Yay. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yay. All right. Melissa, you are the first guest slash guinea pig on the new format. And this will be uh, this will be part one where we're talking about your podcast listening needs. And then we'll dive into part two, which is uh, exploring different podcasts that might fit that need. And then you will decide on a podcast that you'll probably listen to after that. So this is roughly based off of the dating game from what was that? 1970s, 1980s, showing my age. Yay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But you know, meh. So be it. What's old is new again. So Melissa, before we get into your podcast listening needs, can you tell the listeners something about yourself? Oh, of course. So hi, everyone. I'm Melissa Lent, and I am a podcast editor, producer, and of course, listener. Uh, (laughs) I'm also currently a researcher and multimedia specialist at a public policy think tank called Center for an Urban Future in New York City, which is where I've lived my entire life. And yeah, I'm here to get matched to a podcast. I'm ready to be experimented on. I'm ready to be the guinea pig. So I'm really excited. Careful what you say. (laughs) Now, all right. What kind of podcast are you looking for right now? So right now I'm actually searching for a science fiction podcast. I have so many questions about that. Does that automatically mean audio drama or is it bigger than that? So not necessarily. So I listened to a few science fiction podcasts already, and I really like that kind of category. But I think that it can actually be really broad because science fiction itself can mean a lot of really different things. So it can mean that you're talking about an imaginary future or an alternate reality, or really just exploring the ways that, you know, science and technology have affected human life. Because I really think that what I like about science fiction is that it explores questions about our humanity, mm-hmm. even when a lot of the ideas or events like space travel or like time travel, you know, they're far outside of our reality. Mm-hmm. But I really do think the best science fiction and the best science fiction podcasts are really grounded in what it means to be human so yeah I think that a lot of the ones that I've listened to have been in an audio drama style and but I do think that even if it's a podcast talking about science fiction that's totally and completely in that category as well oh okay so it could be like a science fiction movie podcast that could be in the realm of possibilities talking about science fiction movies or tv shows or culture in general i feel like there are a few shows like that although i have i will say that most of the ones that i've personally seen have been the been in the realm of creating a fictional world in it me too me too but i'm curious about the other ones awesome okay so let us know the ones that you listen to now so we don't bring them on the show to match you with them because that would be like dating your ex-boyfriend which would be awkward (laughs) oh my gosh uh well i haven't so i listened to some on and off so it's not like oh this is 
the majority of podcasts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. I listen to a, a whole kind of um, uh, a whole kind of different genres and, and sets and things like that. But one mm-hmm. of the most recent podcasts that I listened to that was a science fiction podcast is called Outbound. Uh, and actually, <laughs> this is this is whenever I explain the concept to someone, they're always like, "What?" Uh, and that's what I think makes it so cool uh, when I <laughs> listen to it, which is it explores the consequences of things like space travel things like huge advancements in technology mm-hmm. in the world of marketing. <laughs> oh, yes. So what are the consequences of something like time travel right. on marketing? That's just like one episode. <laughs> and oh. uh, so I absolutely loved it. And it was really great. And they were really uh, short. They were about like 10 to 15 minutes long. I, right. Length doesn't really matter to me. Uh, but I really like it the way they did it and kind of just explore different concepts and how like things outside of a reality and and aliens and everything like that are affecting the marketing world. <laughs> oh my God, I love this. You realize I'm going to add this probably as we're talking. So if you see another glare on my glasses, it's because of that. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to multitask and it will Maybe be Maybe I'm asking you. Uh, <laughs> a Maybe, you know, um, we affect each other. What, no matter how we plan things, we always people always affect each other. But it's funny you mentioned that because yesterday I was listening to the latest episode of Better Podcasting, and they mentioned how all this like planning for space travel. We're getting closer and closer to the first podcast from space. Wow! And I hadn't even thought of that until that moment. And yeah, so there's marketing. You got to think big. I mean, if we're thinking about the future of podcasting, everyone else is thinking about let's go to space, then I guess podcasts are also thinking about that. Exactly. Found it. I'm so in. Great. Okay. I listen to a lot of marketing podcasts, so that's even better. Okay. Uh, okay. So Outbound, and what else do you listen to that we don't want to match you up with? That, that's pretty much the most recent example I could think of. Like I said, I'm looking to learn more and learn about other science fiction podcasts. One of the first podcasts I ever listened to is technically considered a science fiction podcast, which is mm-hmm. Welcome to Night Vale, a classic podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously that that one is very much in the um, you know mainstream popular, like um, uh, most people know about it. Uh, and I haven't listened to it in a really long time, but that was one of the first podcasts I listened to that I think that can be technically considered science fiction. I've seen it in that category, although it has more like fan fantastical elements and like Mm -hmm. uh supernatural and horror stuff I think it blends a lot of different genres but uh, I think that is also another science fiction podcast but other than that I haven't listened to many that's why I'm looking to to get matched uh, on this podcast (laughs) we're gonna make the challenge okay so to hone in on that a little bit more would you prefer that they be audio dramas or do you want more like oh gosh not nonfiction because it's still projecting into the future but more like thought experiment kind of things yeah Hmm. i'm pretty open no that makes sense i'm pretty open like i said there there i think there are podcasts that talk about science fiction yeah i'm really open to that uh or maybe uh and like you said audio dramas those are kind of the two main buckets that i kind Mm -hmm. of see this working in maybe there are other ones that i don't even know about right uh, that that could be interesting to explore but 
I'm very flexible. I'm very open, you know, awesome. equal opportunity podcaster here looking for a science fiction <laughs> podcast. Okay, good, 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 good. So um, where do you normally, uh, where do you normally find new podcasts? How do you discover new podcasts? Yeah, I mean, usually I find new podcasts through newsletters or articles that I read and I kind of scan through them and, you know, see if there's anything that I would like. And then I listen to it, try it out for a little while. So newsletters are probably and articles are probably like the number one way that I find podcasts. But I also sometimes, you know, scroll through the categories of different podcast apps mm-hmm. as well. You know, if I was want, wanting to find, say, like a arts and culture podcast or something like that. And actually, a few months ago, I joined the Good Pods app, which I know that Yay. you're also on and you have a podcast editing group on there. And what I really like about it is that they have a new feature where you can actually just search for indie podcasters. I think it's really cool. So, Melissa, what is one question you'd like to ask the creators of the three podcasts that we're going to find for you Mm, that would help you decide which one to listen to? This is where I can get my the dating show vibes going on. Okay. I think one question that I would like to ask is Mm -hmm. to the creators of whatever podcast it happens to be is what do you like about your podcast? Ooh. I think is a question that is pretty broad, but then also can give me a good sense of maybe, you know, what they find to be special or fun or, or anything about, about their podcast. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I love that. I love that. Uh, can we tell the listeners where they can find you? Cause you've, you've got podcasts, episodes and projects, and you've got a lot of stuff available. Where's one central place that people can find you online? Well, I think the most central place that people can find me right now is Twitter, uh, and that is at Mel Molly Rose. I am probably going to be going through a branding kind of, you know, consolidating all the different pieces that I've done and, and putting it together mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a more like portfolio place. But for now, mm-hmm. people can find me on Twitter at Mel Molly Rose. Fantastic. And for those who hate to dig into show notes, can we spell that out one time for them? Yes, of course. That is M-E-L-M-O-L-L-Y-R-O-S-E. <laughs> All right. Welcome to part two of your podcast, Matchmaker. My name is Stephanie and, <laughs> and we are dancing because we are so excited about what is about to happen to your podcast discovery as well as your pod- your earbuds are going to be so happy. Welcome back, Melissa, to part two. Yes, I am glad to be back. Uh, I have a little bit of an idea of what Stephanie has planned, but I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know what I'm going to hear. So I am excited. Yay. And just to recap, for those of you who a few seconds ago were just on part one, we have time-lapsed a few days. And now we've collected the information about the three podcasts that we're going to present to Melissa today for matchability purposes. And we're going to Uh, do a few things to see which is the most appealing for what she's looking for right now. And so we collected all of that and we're going to present it to her today and she's going to decide where she might start listening. Quick disclaimer, 
<laughs> this is not a ranking of the best and worst podcasts. All of these podcasts are of extremely high quality. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, uh, listening to any of them would be a really good choice for any of you looking for sci-fi podcasts. However, let's face it. There are some podcasts that draw us in more than others at specific times. And that's what we're honing in on today. Melissa, are you ready? Awesome. I am ready. Let's go. So what we're going to do, a quick overview before we start, we're going to look at the podcast slash podcasters Twitter to get an impression of the logo and the, what they say about their podcast. And then we'll go into the podcast itself and listen to some clips that the podcasters were gracious enough to send us. Thank you to everybody who did that. And then we will actually go to videos of the podcasters answering Melissa's one question from part one of this video. I feel so amazed that people participated in this. I'm just, I'm shocked and joyous. I feel yeah. like this is such a cool concept. Who wouldn't want to participate, to be honest? Right. Like, if I, I had mean, a podcast, I would be like, Stephanie, put me in there. Like, <laughs> The wait list is going to be long after this goes out. <laughs> All right. Now let's go into the heart and soul, right? Let's go into the podcast themselves. So we have audio clips thanks to the, the podcasters that make these wonderful podcasts. So let's do fan dummies first. Okay, so here we go. It's going to be about three minutes worth. So and I'll okay. turn the volume up once I start. You got to set the scene. <laughs> set it up for us. You're way better at it. Harry sits at his desk, eyeing his device, knowing that once he presses it, in 90 seconds, the human race will be extinguished, but then thinks, I can't kill everyone on Earth with an empty stomach. <laughs> Chong Chong. <laughs> oh, I love how he's like addicted to milk and then he finds pizza. There's just funny things about Harry that he loves and they exaggerate it and make it way more funny than it should be. <laughs> this show lives on these one-liners though. Mm -hmm. Like it really is really funny in the little moments. It's just genius writing, honestly. Any other way to say it. This is where you add in. Don't listen to your balls. They are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I almost put that in there, honestly, but all of the three I picked were testicle related. So I purposely picked the nope one so that all three of mine wouldn't be related to junk. It's like man humor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I call it, at least. <laughs> all right. Any other one-liners you want to talk about? I think we've talked about a lot of them. That's probably enough for tonight. There were probably 10 good one-liners in every single episode. So it's hard to rank them. It's hard to put them in order, but we did it. And yeah. our taints remain unchanged. Right, Aaron? I guess so. Yeah, there we go. See? <laughs> heard it from the source. All right. As you probably have heard, Resident Alien is getting a second season. We've only mentioned it 10 times on the show till now. 10 times. 10 times. 11 times now. Did you know that they're getting a season two? What? Did you know that there's going to be a season two? I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me, Aaron. Let's get into speculation of season two, kind of what we'll see and when we'll see it. Now, I read something online that said that we should get it in the winter of 2021, but that seems yeah. far-fetched. Maybe. I don't know. It seems like it won't be till... January, February that of 2022. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm hoping it's going to be earlier. Yeah. I mean, because it usually takes 
a good year to make these shows at least doesn't it it doesn't even sound like anything's written no i read some interviews online and nothing's set in stone yet yeah they have to go back and film it and everything that's going to take time yeah and it's so different from the comics it's not like you can just take the next set of comic books and make the show i mean this show is completely different from the comics yeah. it's not even a little the same the only things the same are the character names and the fact that he was a doctor for not a very long though you know dr ethan came and bumped him out like what it was like episode five or six i can't remember yeah. but harry vanderspiegel wasn't the town doctor for very long okay and that's the whole clip melissa are you cool with listening to all three and then doing the comparison yeah, that sounds good to me. Sweet. Okay. This should be pot against the machine. Okay. What is table? Table um, is the surface. Your own. I'm going to start that again because I did something stupid. Here we go. What is table? Table um, is the surface. Your own. Um, how about I ask a question? What are you? What is your name? Name? What do you call yourself? I don't know. What do you call yourself? Oh, I call myself Brixby. And um, I'm generally pretty good at coming up with nicknames for people who don't have them. Turns back to the party. I'm out of my league here. Asher? H Hello, creature. I, I am called Asher Halix. Hello. Asher, well met. Do you have food? As a matter of fact, we found tubes of a nutritious substance. I'd be happy to share them with you. It's a sign of goodwill. And he would draw out a tube of gogurt and approach slowly, open the tube, and extend it towards this fungal creature. A strange creature will lean towards the tube. Again, it doesn't have any visible eyes, doesn't seem to have a nose or anything, but as it leans in close, it'll recoil. That's not food. Food is red. Ah, perhaps you're looking for a different flavor. Let me, let me try a different tube. No. Yeah, try a wild berry. <laughs> I don't think it's looking for a different flavor of goo, goo food, gurt. Speaking of which, have y'all noticed that um, disconcerting stain ceases inside this room? Yeah. Did you do that? Um, we don't have a nickname for you yet, so I'm going to say plant friend. Is that what you mean? Uh, I guess she'll point at the ground where there is nothing. There was food. And the last one, Heine. But I couldn't see a thing in that black box behind the door. All I could do was hear her. Her desperate, gasping screams and the sound of stumbling footsteps. Then she broke out of the darkness. Laura, her light hair covered in blood, gashes all over her arms. She saw me looking out my door and took off at a dead sprint toward me. And right behind her, breaking from the darkness, grabbing at the place she had just been, was a hulking figure. 
No, not a figure. A mass, a mass of stretched gray skin, human skin, but from someone long dead, stretched so thin you could see something rotting and roiling beneath, but somehow keeping its shape, keeping itself together, a flimsy flesh sack, dragging. If there's any moment that you want me to stop, just holler. Are you ready oh, to I'm stop? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if if you want more to show me more, then go ahead. Um, I think we can probably stop there. They're just the expression on your face. I was like, oh, I think she's got an impression down. <laughs> hey there, this is Steph. I'm going to butt in because I just made a really big mistake. Um, while we were playing the Heine, um, clip, I was getting very conscious of how long Melissa and I were talking about the podcast and I very unfairly cut the Heine um, <sighs> clip too short. I didn't give it its due. Um, I put general timeframes for all of the podcasters and I, ch I changed it during. I was nervous. I was trying to manage a lot of different things. There's all kinds of excuses I can give you. And I don't really think that that's necessary for you to have right now. So what I think is more important for you to have right now is the full clip of what Motsi sent us. So I'm going to play the three minutes right now. And so you can hear it. And Motsi, I'm really sorry. Here we go. But I couldn't see a thing in that black box behind the door. All I could do was hear her. Her desperate, gasping screams and the sound of stumbling footsteps. Then she broke out of the darkness. Laura, her light hair covered in blood, gashes all over her arms. She saw me looking out my door and took off at a dead sprint toward me, and right behind her, breaking from the darkness, grabbing at the place she had just been, was a hulking figure. No. Not a figure. A mass. A mass of stretched gray skin human skin, but from someone long dead, stretched so thin you could see something rotting and roiling beneath, but somehow keeping its shape, keeping itself together, a flimsy flesh sack dragging itself across the floor. I caught Laura when she all but crashed into me, dragging her into my room and locking my door, a nice solid deadbolt that I suspected wouldn't stand against whatever this thing was but it gave me enough time to grab what I could. Salt, spices, vinegar, candles, and whatever religious iconography I could grab from my little altar near the door. Then, then the knocking started. Well, I say knocking, but it'd be more accurate to say it was throwing itself against the door. Laura kept screaming. I don't think she could stop if she wanted to. But at some point, just as I'd blocked out the incessant false fire alarms, 
in the first month of living here, I was able to tune her out, focusing only on the heavy, dull thudding against my solid wood door. Then after one sharper crack, right where the deadbolt held, that startled us both in silence, it stopped. I thought maybe that was the end of it. I hoped. You're listening to High Night. So those are the three samples. And I specifically asked them to give a sample from an episode, not a trailer and not an intro, because I wanted really an idea of what the episodes themselves were like. So part of us are like, yeah, I kind of get an idea, but I don't because I haven't started from the beginning of the episode, but that's intentional. That's my intentional madness. (laughs) So from what you heard, Melissa, which one of these, again, not good, not bad, but which one drew you in the most? So this is really hard because I do feel like I engaged with all of them. I'm just going to have to go off first impressions, which I think Mm -hmm. is what we're doing here. But also uh, it's hard uh, because I like to spend a little bit of time for the podcast I'm listening to. But this is a matchmaking Mm -hmm. game, so I am going to play by the rules. And (laughs) actually, you know, I'm going to put pod against the machine as mm-hmm. my number one uh which is obviously a 180 from last round but i it was not what i thought it was mm-hmm. um which was maybe a fictional podcast or some kind of meta fictional podcast it actually seems like so i thought there was one narrator mm-hmm. in the beginning and then the yeah. other characters were coming in But then it seemed that they were narrating and talking as characters, which makes me think that they're playing some kind of Dungeons and Dragons type of game in the podcast, except um, it's more science fiction or Mm fantasy-like. So that was what I thought. And I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Like, you know... It's very different than what I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to put that as number one. Yeah. I and wasn't expecting comedy in that one. Yeah. There was a little bit of comedy. Yeah. The Gogur, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they seem to have like a special uh, effect for whoever was playing the, I don't know, alien or I don't yeah. know what it was yeah. uh, in, in the scene, which was really cool mm-hmm. too. So it seems like it's a very like immersive perhaps game for them Mm -hmm. and then they put it out as a podcast which is interesting uh and then number two i'm actually going to put fan dummies (laughs) 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 Uh, so i think that i liked that it seemed like in the podcast they go over things to their audience kind of like as if you're a first-time listener for part of it, like, okay, let's pick out some of our favorite um, quotes or whatever it is from this show. Mm-hmm. And then, um, because, so kind of maybe to entreat people to watch the show or maybe giving a review. And then 
I don't know if that's what they were doing, Oops. but uh, <laughs> and then Sorry. oh, it's okay. And then on the other side, I do think that there is a little bit of an in for people who are obviously regularly science fiction fans, which maybe mm -hmm. is their audience. Like, oh, hey, like this is coming out. And obviously you're already kind of supposed to know like what the other one was about maybe. <laughs> um, I think Resident Alien uh, is coming out and it's not gonna be like the comics and stuff. So it seems like, mm -hmm. okay, this is very, this is maybe a little bit more geared towards people who are science fiction fans, which is fine enough because I feel like that's most of their audience. Maybe their audience isn't someone like me who is coming in to a science fiction podcast for the first time and doesn't really know um, much about these things. Uh, well, I've listened to other science fiction podcasts in the past, but I've never actually, I think, listened to a science fiction podcast that talks about science fiction mm -hmm. uh, and the fandoms and all like that. But it could be intriguing oh, yeah. to listen to to learn more about what these fandoms are, uh, which yeah. you kind of just get through jumping right in and seeing what people are talking about. Uh, and then the last one I will put as I may. Not that I wasn't intrigued by the story, mm -hmm. I was. Um, it was the shortest clip that we listened to, but I already, like you said, got an impression of it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if... Um, so I thought that the storytelling was great. There was a lot of drama and tension, mm -hmm. and obviously there was very intense descriptions as well. Uh, yeah. I don't know... I don't even know why I'm putting it third, maybe because I just have to rank them because I thought that it was yeah. great. Uh, <laughs> um, and maybe just for me, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if that description would have gone on for longer. I don't know how much I can handle gore personally. I don't know if that is, and see, I don't know if that is maybe a lot of those descriptions will keep coming up during the show or not. Right, right, uh, so right. like I said, this is like a very brief impression. Sure. Uh, but if it is that, you know, maybe there is a lot of descriptions of gore and stuff like that. Um, personally, it's not something that, that I'm very interested in. Um, sure. But I do like it maybe a little bit in the moment just to see what we're describing. It's very like, really puts you in the scene. Uh, but if from my impression, if that kind of keeps going on, I don't know how much I would like to mm -hmm. listen to it personally. Shameless self-promotion moment. <laughs> do that plug, girl. Yeah. <laughs> plug yourself. Um, not only do we have podcast review day on the 8th of every month where we feedback or give podcast reviews to other podcasters, um, but because of a lot of the chatter that's been on our podcast review day profile or within the community, I notice that there are things that people are not doing that really could set them up to attract listeners that are looking on Twitter. I have been seeing no links in Twitter profiles. I have been seeing no listen links that are easily accessible. I have been seeing very simple things that you could put in your Twitter profiles that'll make, when listeners find you, make them want to go boom, 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 and transfer from Twitter to your podcast to being a listener of yours. And so I tested out a beta version of our podcast matchability audit last week, got some really good feedback on it, tweaked it a million times, and now it is an existing service for the podcasting 
for well for any podcaster and you can go to the link that will be in the show notes and mm. uh we'll do similar to what we're doing today we'll look at your twitter well we i i will look at your twitter account briefly <laughs> oh wow. i will listen to the podcast <laughs> briefly and i will give you one strategy to help your type of podcast find listeners that are asking for asking for your type of podcast on Twitter. There are spaces on Twitter where people are asking for podcasts and I'm trying to, as the name suggests, match you, the podcaster, with the people looking for your type of podcast. Mm. So I'll have the link in the bio to that service. All right. Wait, yeah, if I can so? just jump in here yes, and please. Uh, <laughs> say, I know that you were hesitant to do this ad read, but it was great, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I just want to do my own, uh, just like insertion in there. Just think about this as two different services. First of all, have you ever seen that montage in a movie where, you know, someone goes from maybe like looking like their normal selves to then getting ready for a date? You know, that's what Stephanie is going to do to your podcast. Second of all, you know, she she's not only auditing it so you look the best that you can for your date with potential podcast listeners but second of all matching uh podcast listeners to podcasts this is basically like the bumble of podcasting or the hinge if you will so definitely contact stephanie for all of that <laughs> Thank you. The check's in the mail, Melissa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that, was, that was organic and I appreciate that. And to be clear, I did start out like suggesting actual individuals and groups to people. And I actually found that it was more effective to suggest strategies to go find those groups, whether it be through hashtags or groups or, or different strategies. I don't want to give too much away, but to give you the tools to be able to go find your listeners and engage with them, not just drop a link, but all of that will come later when you buy the service and we start interacting. All right. Thank you. That moment is now over. <laughs> it's hard to do a self-ad. All right. We get to meet the podcasters. This is the part I am so excited about. I want to give a huge shout out to Sam, Greg, and Aaron, and Motsi for doing these videos on a very quick turnaround. Your original question was, what do you like? You're ask, you asked the podcasters, what do you like about your podcast? Melissa, I want to give you the option here. Which one do you want to see the video of first? Fan Dummies, Heine, or Pod Against the Machine? Okay. I think since I ranked Heine third in the last round, mm -hmm. I want to have give them the opportunity to make the first impression uh, mm -hmm. to see if that opinion will turn around. So I would like to see Heine first. You got it. Hey there, Melissa. Thanks so much for giving our podcast a try. Can you hear? Um, as to your question, um, what we like most about our own podcast, uh, it's a couple of things. Um, for one thing, we didn't know it would be that scary until people started telling us it was scary, which is really cool. Like, it's really cool that our podcast can be so effective at being scary while also just being enjoyable for the story. Another thing we really like is the fact that we've grown this community around the podcast. Like there are a couple of people who have expressed how much they love the characters and the story and are excited for more. And it's amazing how different people interpret all the work that we've done and all the stuff that's shown up in the podcast so far. We've got mysteries, you've got some fun characters. And I think 
the biggest one would be why we started the podcast in the first place. And it's because I wanted to tell a story that was both showing my culture as a Filipina, but also um, showing a lot of really fun content focusing on BIPOC, which is Black Indigenous POC characters in a fun and mysterious and scary story, while also showing um, different um, LGBTQ plus identities, different queer people as the protagonists as well. Um, that was my motivation for starting this podcast, um, alongside the inspiration from other horror podcasts that I've listened to that I thought were really fun and creepy and just really great to listen to, whether it's on my own or whether it's uh, with other people. Um, there's, there's a lot to love about the podcast. I think the story is just, it's just getting started, but at the same time, it's far enough that you can get a lot from it. I think that uh, the people who I've worked with have been amazing at bringing these characters to life. And I think every episode, I try to make every episode as unique as possible while still enjoying like the same kind of tropes and styles that we've used. I think the, um, the uh, format that we've come up with, with the phone calls and the different conversations and different recordings and the lo-fi sound of it gives a little charm and e each episode has something unique but it's still very much at its core a creepy fun horror story with a lot of really fun characters who i hope you'll grow to love so you should definitely check it out you should definitely um listen to a couple more episodes if you want to and join our vibrant thriving community thanks so much for listening once again and i hope you enjoy everybody's work because the podcast space is amazing and the people in it are amazing. Thanks. She's right on that. Oh, that is so great. Right? <laughs> so who's next? Is it, will it be fan dummies or will it be pot against the machine? Uh, let's go with pot against the machine. Behind <laughs> window two. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who are listening to the podcast version of this, you can actually view the podcasters' videos if you go to our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast Review Day. Okay. Share the screen. Go into the video. Here we go. Hi, Melissa. It's Sam from Pod Against the Machine. As far as what I like best about my podcast, I would say it's got to be the collaborative storytelling elements. Uh, I, as the uh, game master, kind of run the overall narration and all the non-player characters, but then we also have Jero, Izzy, Jeff, and Zach, who each run their own characters and they've written their own backstories. And everything that happens in the story happens as a reaction to, you know, the decisions that they make and what they do with their characters. And then there's also an element of random number generation where since we're playing a game, you have to roll dice and see if what the characters try to do succeeds, uh, see if those ancient expired space drugs that you happen to find in the underground spaceship are going to make your character sick or if they're going to heal your wounds or make you hallucinate uh, a god giving you a headbutt. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, the other fun thing about it is that since we have this awesome cast, uh, every one of whom brings their own unique writing to the story, uh, we also started the show pretty much as strangers. So our relationship is developing over the course of the show and you can kind of see how uh 
the way we talk to each other and the way we write together changes as the show goes on, as we go from people who barely know each other and then in the story, a bunch of characters who barely know each other as they're thrust into this wild quest. It's kind of a parallel. Um, as we learn to, you know, work each other out and uh, our d dynamic develops and the dynamic within the show develops, at the same time, we've got a kind of a parallel thing going and it's been a lot of fun and uh, they're just like the best people to work with. And, um, you know, we're telling, I think, a, a pretty spooky, epic story of um, buried spaceships and ruins from thousands of years ago that happen to be from the future. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm having a great time making it. Hope that answers your question. Bye. Okay. That was nice. I like that. Right? <laughs> and finally, we've got Fandummies. So today we have a question from Melissa. Oops. Melissa wants to know, what do we like about fan dummies? Do you want to start, Aaron? What do you like about fan dummies? Well, besides the fact that we get to talk about Grogu all day, every day. Y yeah, besides, besides that. <laughs> Lately, we've been reading a lot of books that they're making into movies or TV series. And then after we read those, we go back and we compare the differences between the books and the movies which I really enjoy. I know you do too. Yeah. So I'm a science fiction fanatic. I've read maybe six or 700 science fiction books in the last know, six or seven years ish. Ever since I got a Kindle, I'll say I've kept track of it. But before that. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Tell me right? how. <laughs> <sighs> I need a moment. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> and my favorite part is really digging deep into these shows and movies and kind of understanding the science fiction that's behind them, what kind of tropes are in them, and having a little fun talking about the review and the actors. I think it it's a unique mix of information and fun. And it's something that we couldn't find. Mm -hmm. So we had to create this show to really fill our own need for a nerd show because most of the nerd shows that we interacted with were either too comedy or too informational. So we needed to find something that was both fun and informative. One other thing I want to point out is we do science fiction and superheroes. And I think that superheroes is so mainstream right now. And science fiction, although very mainstream, has always been kind of niche. Like, even when I was a kid, I would get made fun of because science fiction was kind of nerdy. Didn't stop me, though. <laughs> and now I get a chance to take people that maybe only know of Spider-Man and introduce them to the world of, like, Asimov and Heinlein and and some epic science fiction authors and movies. I mean, we're getting ready to do Dune. It's going to be so much fun. I just got Dune in the library. I just downloaded it and... Oh my gosh. What, 92 pages or something like that? I'm like, wow. <laughs> It's going to be such a good time. That episode, I am so stoked about. I can't wait for anyone and everyone to hear it. Mm -hmm. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for submitting the question. We hope that this answered it. Yeah. And even though we know there's probably a ton of nerdy shows out there, we would love for you to give Fandummies a try. And, you know, maybe we can be friends. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow.
Thank you so much. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love how much attention they all put into these videos. I'm just like, I know. Oh. I, I think you have the toughest task in the world in, uh, I know. in oh. ranking these. Again, not best to worst, but let's let's approach it this way then. Because I, I have a strange feeling you might listen to all three after this. So which one would you probably listen to first? Overall, not just... Okay, you know are what? we doing the final ranking? My form or? is stupid. It doesn't make sense for round three. So overall, overall, with everything you saw in Twitter, heard in the podcast, and heard from the podcasters... So, Melissa, do you think you will listen to one of these or you'll eventually listen to all three of them? To be honest, I didn't know what was going to happen when I first came on here and started listening. But now after listening to not only the podcast themselves, but then also the people behind mm -hmm. the podcast, I really do think that I would, I would listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about which one you would listen to first in just a second. But let's talk about the other two that you'll eventually listen to. So I guess the first one that I'll talk about which is not going to be my first choice unfortunately is pod against the machine mm -hmm. uh, which is so i, I don't uh, i'm so sorry uh, but again this is subjective and i think we already established that i find all these creators to be amazing i would listen to all of these but i have to look at everything in its entirety so yeah. if i was a first time listener and I'm looking at, say, their Twitter, I'm like, okay, well, I kind of get more of a sense of what the other two are gonna give me mm -hmm. versus maybe pot against the machine. Mm -hmm. That being said, there may be people out there who are more intrigued by that fact Yay. that they don't really know as much. I think that, you know, after listening to Sam talk about how even the people who are participating got closer together and they're able to have fun and really create a story together. I really like that collaborative mm -hmm. uh, communal aspect. So I really respect that. And that was such a great story that he told about them mm -hmm. all becoming closer and listening to it. You know, there's a really great mix of like humor um, as well as storytelling uh, and may, so I think that the only reason why I'm not kind of putting it as my first lesson is because again, like if I'm just looking for a podcast and I kind of see their bio and things like that, I'm like, Hmm, I don't really get a sense of, of what's, what's happening here. So I think that's the only reason. Okay. And then and the other one, it's not first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the other one that I wouldn't give a first listen to, but eventually I think I would like to listen to is Jaime. Mm -hmm. So I really loved it when Modsi talked about the community aspect. And honestly, I feel like every single person who sent a video mm -hmm. in talked not just about how much they like what they're doing, but then also how much they've liked engaging with a community of people, which I think is so special about the podcast industry mm -hmm. how you know you basically are always working with people and that makes it super special the end result that you get from that so I liked how she was really talking how Matsi was really talking about representation how Matsi was talking about 
building a community and then also putting together something that, um, you know, she really hadn't seen before. So, so I do think that I talked about the gore a few <laughs> a round ago mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe the horror aspect doesn't all include gore. I'm not sure. I know that in the last round, I was like, if there is too much gore, I might not want to listen to it as much. Uh, but I do appreciate the fictional storytelling aspect and everything that she's doing with it. Uh, and I still think that I would listen because I would want to give that a chance. You never know once you start listening what is going to happen. And if I can, say, really connect to some characters or the story that is happening, I feel like, you know, I would continue to listen. But mm-hmm. maybe just on that aspect of alone, of I'm not a huge horror person, I wouldn't, maybe that wouldn't be my first listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. And that leaves... my first choice (laughs) which is going to be fan zombies which they were kind of always uh you know in each ranking that we did in each round kind of like in the middle but I really do think that the video that they sent in also put it over the edge Mm -hmm. uh because I thought that maybe from playing the clips that it wasn't maybe a podcast for people who are kind of coming into the first time, but Mm -hmm. listening to the hosts talk about, you know, they want to invite more people in who are interested in science fiction and giving them an entryway, maybe through superheroes, but then also combining uh, their love of science fiction as well. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. Also, um, I am a big, big reader. I love to read. Uh, mm-hmm. And I especially love to compare <laughs> <laughs> the books that I read to them, yeah. like the movie adaptations. So if that's something that they do yeah. a lot, I would really enjoy that. Uh, and actually, I have read and then watched like science fiction like content um, to to see how it compares as well. Yeah. So so for example, like I read The Martian and then I watched the movie. And then I also read this book called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And then mm. I watched the movie that is loosely based on it uh, yeah. <laughs> as well. Uh, so that's something that I really enjoy. So if that's something that they do, I would really like. I also yeah. do like superheroes too, not going to lie. Big Marvel <laughs> fan. So if they're putting that in there as well, might as well listen. Uh, but I really liked how he... Um, was talking about always being a science fiction fan and maybe that was something that you know maybe he was made fun of for the past Mm -hmm. in the past which I thought was so sad um but that that didn't stop him from wanting to share his love of Mm -hmm. science fiction with the world uh and also they're going to be doing Dune soon and I just got Dune from the library so I'm weird moment (laughs) we were playing the video and you said I just got it and then Aaron said I just got started reading it or whatever and it was like did you guys plan that (laughs) how did that happen (laughs) Uh, so like I said I wanted to get more into science fiction and that doesn't just include podcasts Mm -hmm. I wanted to read more books so I think that this is perfect for me if they do talk a lot about books and movies and science fiction in general so that's definitely going to be my first listen and I'm excited oh my gosh this is wild and at this point in the uh 
in the game show that I am loosely stealing the format of this new episode from, they would send the contestant or the guest off with their match to a wonderful date in the dating game TV show that this is copied off of, but we don't have a budget. So all we're going to do is say, hey, Melissa, you can listen to the rest of Fan Dummies for free. <laughs> Oh man, I love that. <laughs> and we're super happy after August 8th when this all becomes when this all goes live to uh, introduce the two the three of you to each other on Twitter. <laughs> well, the podcast matchmaker strikes again. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm very happy. I didn't know what was going to happen when I came back here for yeah. the second part of this show uh <laughs> game me neither to be honest with you i had a loose idea of what i was asking the podcasters to do but i don't actually follow a lot of science fiction podcasters so i had to dig and dig and dig and like i said these people were so gracious to come out and do all of this stuff literally in what was it three or four days and i'm just so grateful for them for doing that now melissa there's one more surprise that's coming your way are you ready oh to hear gosh. it yeah <laughs> What, what I'm going to do now for part three, because there is a part three, is I'm going to take this reaction part of the video, part two, and send it over to the podcasters and have them get, get their reaction and tag that on to the end. Oh so, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. I think the things that you said about their Twitter, their podcast, and and the things that really connected to you. I think those are things that podcasters rarely get to hear, especially on this in-depth of a level. So mm -hmm. it's sort of like an extended podcast review of sorts, but with a little bit of content. So, um, but of course, with your approval to do that. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, I first of all, to ask you before <laughs> no, it's okay. First of all, this is already going out there. They're going to probably listen to this and react anyway. So might as well uh, let everyone experience that too. I think that would be really fun uh, and unique. I've never seen that before. And final plug for Pod Rev Day. How was that on timing? <laughs> On the 8th of every month. This is coming out on the 8th, but you might not be listening to or watching it on the 8th. But over on Twitter on the 8th, we review and share podcasts that will we review podcasts anywhere we write reviews like Podchaser or CastBox or Good Pods or what have you. And then we drag a link or a screenshot over to Twitter and say, look, I reviewed this. And we share it. We like it. We retweet it. And we do all kinds of things. And a lot of people apparently just read and don't participate. And that's awesome too. Because that means that people are reading the reviews and getting pod matched silently matchmaker. Melissa, I cannot thank you enough for all of the participation you've had in this creature and in all of its stumbly, stumbly forms. This has been so much fun to do. And you were so, so specific and so genuine in the first part that it was so easy to reach out to people and go, we're looking for this, this, and this. Is that you? And that I think is why we got so many matches that were hard to, uh, to rank because it was, it, yeah. That was why, because mm. you were so awesome. You are so awesome. Aww. So thank you very, very much. Now, everybody else, don't go anywhere, because we have part three, where the reaction from the podcasters to Melissa's reaction or connection to their projects is coming up now. Hey there, Melissa. Thanks so much for reacting to our podcasts and um, giving us, you know, a try, checking us out. And also, like, for giving us support, like, on our socials and everything. 
Um, I really liked seeing your reaction. I'm very happy that you were able to react to these amazing podcasts, including ours. Um, I kind of wish you had been able to listen to the whole clip just because um, I think like a f it, that would have given you a better impression. But um, I do love that you put a lot of value into the stuff that we value as a podcast as well. Um, the representation and just like the good storytelling. I think that um, your reaction gave us a good sense of not only like um, how different audiences want different things from podcasts, but also just um, how many people get to try new things like through podcasts, even if it's not something they're used to. Um, I do think that if you wanted to try it out, you can like try out our podcast, kind of like listen to a little bit of it because um, obviously like even in a clip, um, in a, you, you can't get your full impression from just a, I believe you only got to listen to about a minute and a half of our three minutes. Um, and I mean, even then like three minutes is just part of a podcast that you don't get a full impression until you listen to the whole thing. Um, we definitely maximize for creepiness, so that's fine. <laughs> um, we are a horror podcast, so that's kind of where we're at in terms of like what we're trying to communicate but I think um, the more you listen the more you kind of get a sense of the story and the characters and I think that's one of our biggest kind of um, selling points in terms of uh, people listening with every episode I think there are people who want to listen to the episodes just because like each episode gives them something fun and creepy to react to but I think there are also people who are actually getting into the story and are interested in what comes next and I really appreciate those as well um, I do want to say, um, for sure it is a very creepy podcast, and I think that that's, it's fun to listen to on a morning commute, less so like in the evening when you're alone, that's not something you want to hear, and that's fine, but, um, I really am very proud of the podcast that we've made, and I really am hoping that you get to give it a try, even just a little bit, or at least like if you know somebody who likes that sort of thing, definitely ask them if they want to give it a try as well. Um, overall, I'm just like really happy that we were invited to do this. I'm really happy that you got to listen to it. And I'm really happy that you gave such good insight into the work that we did. And I'm really grateful. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for giving us a try and checking us out. And I hope you enjoy the podcast that you've learned about. Hi again. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for taking the time to take a look at Pod Against the Machine and our social media and uh, give us your uh, feedback on it. It's definitely been illuminating for us uh, to get that sort of perspective, and uh, hopefully it's been uh, of value for you. Hopefully you've um, had your interest peaked. And um, I think my main takeaway from what I saw on the video is that it's not super clear based on our social media branding and our sort of website and stuff exactly what we are if you're not someone who's already embedded in sort of actual play podcasts or at least tabletop role-playing games. So uh, we definitely are going to have to go back and, and take a look at uh, what we're doing as far as how we're presenting ourselves um, immediately out there uh, to make it more clear to people who don't already know like the kind of thing that we do, what it is that we do. Um, so thank you for that. Um, that's definitely very helpful. Um, for my own edification, the shape in our logo is supposed to be a um, 
20-sided die, which is the most commonly used die in the uh, game that we play, which is Pathfinder, a uh, tabletop role-playing game where um, everything's decided by rolls of the dice. And Iron Gods is the pre-published adventure path that we're playing. It uh, came from Paizo Publishing, who's the creators of Pathfinder. It's a six-book series, so it'll take um, years to run through, and it's like a big, long, epic story where they've provided the plot hooks and maps and pre-populated characters and then we fill in the gaps and we adapt things to our own group so even though you know there's a whole bunch pre-written um nobody knows what's going to happen ahead of time and so um i guess that's it once again uh thanks for giving us a listen uh hopefully you stay tuned in um and there are tons more yogurt jokes if you enjoyed those bye hey stephanie and melissa watch the video Totally loved it. I think our purpose here is to talk about kind of the surprises and maybe our reaction to the video. So I would say one surprise is I didn't expect all three shows to be so different. Mm -hmm. Did you? No, no. And even when I was watching the video and we were going through the three shows, I thought a person could really listen to all three of these. It's not like any one show actually competed for the same audience, typically. What I really liked is when you were going through the Twitter and the description and then listening to the show and then seeing the video. And I think that's quite a bit more than what a normal person would do when they're looking for a podcast. So it kind of kind of helps us as creators know where to refine our message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think people probably go to Twitter and if they don't like what they see, that's it. Like you don't get a, a listen, you don't get a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think your biggest surprise was? Yeah, I was pretty surprised that you went to the library, you checked out Dune, but I mean, it is on the top seller list right now because the movie is coming out October 22nd, I think. But it's really cool that we actually get to meet somebody that is going down that same journey that I am reading Dune for the first time. I've watched the old Dune movie and eh, <laughs> I wasn't too blown away by it, but I'm all about reading the books and then watching the movies. So I know the book is going to be awesome. I just can't believe the hype behind all of this Dune if the book isn't just amazing. Yeah, I will say the one trick with reading sci-fi is you have to be in the right frame of mind for the different kinds of books. Yeah. So if you're in the right frame of mind for for like a mega sci-fi epic where it's very detailed and the world is unique mm-hmm. and it takes a, a little bit to kind of understand what's going on, then Dune is magical. But it's definitely not a casual read, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I read a lot of comic books and superheroes, which is a little bit easier to comprehend. <laughs> but I do like reading, you know, larger books as well. Yeah, you I you do read, read a lot. You read a lot of the meaty fantasy stuff that, mm-hmm. that I can't get through. So it's just it just <laughs> depends on what your frame of mind is. But yeah. but uh we really are so excited that you're gonna check out our show. We try to accommodate all aspects of science fiction and superhero fans. We try to be approachable 
and not give too many spoilers away. So hopefully we succeeded in conveying that message and we're looking forward to speaking with you online. All of this was a really fun experience and I liked getting the critique and hearing an outside perspective because it's just usually Greg and I that work on the meaty part of the podcast. But when we actually get feedback from the outside, I think it's really helpful. And we followed you on Twitter and we noticed that you have a podcast as well. So I can't wait to check that out. It's always neat to talk to other podcasters and you know, find out more about about you. Well, I don't want to say we won because honestly, after seeing those three, I picked one out that I <laughs> wanted to listen to, which was Pod Against the Machine. I mean, after they said spaceships underground that were from the future, I mean, I was looking it up right then. That's all he's been talking about. <laughs> but for the record, we we did win. So, haha. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to check out High Nay as well because I do like a little bit of supernatural horror storytelling. We we watch so many zombies and uh, The Walking Dead and we watch Supernatural and everything. So I think that that might be a really fun podcast to check out as well. Yeah, it's really interesting how you gravitated toward one and I gravitated toward the other. Yeah. And it just goes to show how hard it is to really find quality podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So... We appreciate you looking at all three shows, if I can speak for everybody, and we're ecstatic that you're going to listen to ours and hopefully these other shows as well. So we'll see you online. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.